Like a shift in the seasons, it's hard to pinpoint the moment when things begin to change, as time and need recast our relationships and then recast them again. But whoever we become as adults, some part of who we were with our parents shadows us if they live long enough to need our care. The role exists in a time warp, one that millions of us will at some point inhabit. The more I learned about aging, the more caregivers assumed center stage. They often determined whether older people in ebbing health flourished or came to harm. Their contributions, most unpaid or underpaid, are measured in hours and days, in years and decades. Their work is composed of countless tasks, rendered from near and from afar. There's little discussion, let alone consensus, about profound questions that attend the work. What should be expected of caregivers? Can they meet the high demands? At what cost to them or the people they care for? For how much, if any, compensation? And what guidance and support should they be entitled to receive? Similar questions rumbled through my own family. After my mother died in 2008, my father stayed in Rochester, Minnesota, where he'd lived since emigrating from Ireland in 1951 to practice cardiology at the Mayo Clinic. That's where my seven siblings and I grew up. In the mid-1990s, he and my mother had moved from our family home to an apartment, thrilled to have less housework, no more snow shoveling, and a warm garage. When he rounded 90, my father said he'd lived longer than anyone else in his family ever had. That's true in many families these days. At one time, only the exceptional few reached what's called old, old age. In the 20th century, Americans' life expectancy jumped from 48 to 78, with the dip to 76 in 2021, due primarily to COVID-19. This increase, as the historian Stephen Johnson has pointed out, is a result of progress at both ends of the age spectrum. Children are dying far less frequently, and the elderly are living much longer. In 1800, almost half of the children born in the United States died before they turned five. Today, the rate is less than one in a hundred. There are also fewer deaths among people in the in-between years. Johnson argues that the resulting longevity is humanity's single greatest achievement of the last century, but doesn't get the attention it deserves because it's slow-moving and made up not of one feat, but a multitude. People learned how to pasteurize milk and to boil and chlorinate water. Our nutrition and education improved, and we reduced industrial toxins and sewage. We started using refrigeration and seatbelts. Then, of course, there were vaccines, drugs, and surgeries. Also, critical to extending our lives were less tangible efforts by the people who pushed good new ideas into practice, changing norms. The cumulative impact on aging has been nothing short of astounding. Societal changes further transformed aging in America. Government programs like Social Security reduced poverty in old age. Medicare and Medicaid improved access to health care. Employer-based pensions and tax-deferred savings accounts like 401ks supplemented retirement income. The housing industry developed vibrant, elder-friendly communities. And a massive long-term care industry promised older people convenience, community, and care under one roof, with the vigilance of a hospital and the comfort of home. As the 20th century gave way to the 21st, my father's cohort, people 85 and older, 
became the fastest-growing segment of the U.S. population, their number, just 1.5 million in 1970 and 6.6 million in 2019, will balloon to 18 million by 2050. We are living among a whole new old, old population, unprecedented in human history. Still, the victory is a qualified one. Our lifespans exceed our health spans. Improvements in trauma care and infection control mean that fewer people die suddenly or young, but progress in reducing chronic illness, like diabetes, arthritis, and heart failure, has been more modest. Whereas the life expectancy in the United States in 2019 was 78 years, the healthy life expectancy was just 66 years. And both life expectancy and healthy life expectancy are lower for the poor, poorly educated, and people of color.